Hi everybody, welcome to Failed Rockstar Club Podcast. Hello everyone on Instagram, hello everybody on the podcast, hello to you Jez. Hello to you, Stephen Robert Hurdle. Hello BA to you, that's me. Uh, so here we are, Yep. again. Just realised I haven't got my notes up. Yeah, you haven't got your notes up, but I'll just tell you everybody who we are. If you're on Instagram you can see... That we're next to the Field Rockstar Club sign. Probably back to front. This is a. <laughs> yeah, but you can translate that, can't you? Hmm. Boys. Looks like bois, but I'm thinking it means boys. Hey, Tommy. Hope you have a nice time in Gay Paris. Anyway, it's a Field Rockstar Club podcast. I'm Jeremy Peter Dixon. No BA honours. This is Stephen Robert Hurdle. Some BA honours. Yep, that is We're true. here at the back of Best Days Vintage in the heart of Colchester. Very much the Edinburgh. Of, oh, uh, it is. North Ooh, Essex. I see what you've done there. Yeah. Because. Yeah. I mean, that, that's going to be in my news. It's going to be in the news. Yeah. Hold that thought. Yeah. First things first. Get this on your latest playlist. Crap. Put this on your latest playlist. Take off the oasis. Replace it with some chasing status. Why you got to say this? Trying to make your playlist a list. Now, I've been holding this one back. This is a. Uh... <laughs> you look like you're going to. i asleep <laughs> I'm very, t- I'm very tired. He's very tired. More of which in the news. So, it's a sort of a double whammy this week, because there's this band, Wet Leg. I don't know if you've heard of them. Yep, I've, I have. I've got some news on that as well. Have you actually? Yep. Wow, this is, this is just coming together perfectly. So, Mel, who we once interviewed on this yep. podcast, in, said, have you heard of this band, Jez? It's one of those songs, first time I heard it. This was about, I don't know, three months ago, maybe. It's a song called Shays Long. Yep. Shays Long, yep. Uh, and first listen, I was like, well, this is this is brilliant. This is mm-hmm. going to be a hit. Standout hit the summer. Yeah. Uh, and a couple of weeks ago, they released a second single, okay. Wet Dream. So they seem to have a theme of sort of slightly cheeky, sexy, hmm. sexy songs. You're, yep. not, you're against that. Well, I'm Corners not sure on Wet Dream. That, yeah. A bit too close to home. <laughs> oh, God. Hmm. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know yeah. what you mean. It's been a barren, <laughs> it's been a barren time. It's been barren two years. Yeah, but they're they're great. Mel said that you couldn't get in. They play Latitude, and you, you couldn't, couldn't get in. You couldn't yep. get into the tent. I'm aware. Know that. Know that through my contact. Oh sure. Yeah. But anyway, when when I recommend them to people, people are either like go on and queue it up, and I queue it up, and they're like, "Well, this is amazing," mm. or they say, "Yeah, I knew about them. They play them on Six Music mm, every day." Yeah. Uh, break the fence down the crowd trying to get in there you go big time who did you hear this from who are your contacts oh, oh so being up in the news <laughs> put it in the news yeah well it all, it all links well that's it so add to your latest playlist yeah. e- either of the uh, wet leg songs hmm. Shays Long or Wet Dream hmm. it's time for the news <laughs> platform six for the yeah <laughs> Greater Anglia train to Norwich. Norwich, yeah. To scout out wet leg. Calling at Hemsby. Dis. Hmm. Forest. <laughs> Forest. So, this is the news. So this week in Best Days, yeah. while you've been on your holidays... Yeah, I've actually been to North Norfolk. Yeah. This is all coming together perfectly. Yeah. yeah. Um, we, we've been hosting, as part of the Colchester Fringe Festival, we've been one of the venues for it. So this... So Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night, mm-hmm. we had 
three different shows on here throughout the event. And we had a little chairs. If you see on Instagram at Best Days Vintage, you'll see some of the photos from it. Um, so this is something we agreed to pre-COVID. Pre-COVID, we'd said, "Oh yeah, we'd happily host these things." Yeah. And then about mm, a month ago, yeah. So <laughs> suddenly it was all like, of a sudden, it was all systems go. It was on. Yeah. And it sadly coincided with. Me being away, yep. so you've been hosting these I've been doing events day and night. So tell me all about these plays that you put on. What did you think? So we had thoughts. Uh, we had well, we there was loads of venues all around Colchester, a la mm. Edinburgh Fringe, a bit like you know, so it's different places. We were one of the venues, so obviously we were one of the more smaller, weird, little, quirky venues. Mm-hmm. Which a lot, That's of people, a lot of people really liked it. Actually, mm-hmm. the crowd thought it was really cute and funny. Mm-hmm. So we had a show called Miserous, which is about. <laughs> It's an uplifting title. Yeah, yeah. Um, Romans talking about Greek mythology. Right. Why um, was it Romans talking about Greek mythology? I'm not really sure. Okay. All the details. I'm sure. I've only oh, I'm pressing on this. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't, because I, I told you I didn't understand anything. <laughs> okay, at all. okay. Um, and then we had another show by a lady called Rebecca, and she spoke about medical science to do with like women's bits and bobs. <laughs> do you learn anything from that? Well, I learned. Like obviously, like you know, back in the day, they had a whole different version. They didn't know exactly. So, some some like philosophers and stuff like that thought that a womb was an inverted penis, and they had like diagrams and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And she linked it to his like hysteria and like different chronic illnesses that women have, and like her had issues with the doctors and stuff like that. Okay. So that was a show. That all sounds An- interesting. Anthony um, from the art centre, who's like mm-hmm. the director of the art centre, he performed poetry here, a poem. And I've got to say, well, that I know was, you love poetry. Or do I? No, I understand the word you're saying, but it was impre- seriously impressive because it was like 20 minutes long, 94 verses, and he memorised the whole thing. Oh, he didn't have any kind of no, memorised the whole thing. Wow. Well, that is impressive. Yeah, it was seriously impressive. It was obviously they could ad lib a bit if they needed to. That's a basic kind of vibe. But he had to obviously had to memorise the whole thing, verse on verse on verse, and it's about this historical event that happened back in the day in Manchester, and like there was like a protest and shootings and stuff like that. And of course, I didn't understand anything what he was saying, but I enjoyed the cadence of his voice. Oh, okay, well that's lovely. He had a and, nice tone. Yeah, and he was like sitting in his chair and he stood up and kind of, you know, he went up so and down with the. Probably performed of, it. Yeah, performed it. Wasn't yeah. just reading about monotone. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. So it was, and it was lots of interesting people came to the shop who had never been here before. Anthony being one who, you mm-hmm. know, he's quite, you know, influential, and he has a trans child mm-hmm. and obviously we spoke about what we do here with like um, gender and sexuality um, and being accepting of that and so he was like how old really, is his child? I'm not entirely sure how old his child is but he yeah he was he thought it was brilliant and he said he was going to be coming in more and now he knew it's here like he would spoke about the counselling everything he did and so on his radar and I used to work there when I was 17 so I spoke all about that and you know he didn't remember me but he, I knew all the people, so he obviously knew that I did because he was like, "Oh, it's so cool to reconnect." And he'd always talk at the beginning of his performance about how I used to work there, and now we're doing this and this place yeah, and the right. shop. So that's kind of nice. Yeah. And it was nice because he's a nice man. He was like, you know, generally he's like a generally kind of seems like a really kind person, you know. So that was kind of the best, probably the best fit for me personally. Yeah, like reconnecting with him, I guess, and him. Did a little it. bit of your heart break that he didn't remember you? I mean, I suppose no, you, no, were, you were like a child. I was you? 17. Yeah. I mean, how could you? And, I, you know, he was a big director, so why mm-hmm. would he? But I was worked there for about a year on and off, volunteering mm-hmm. mainly working, you know, and then behind a the bar. But he knew I did because I, you know, he was like, oh, yeah, I remember, you know, that, that era. And he knew the people, obviously, and the people who I would work with. So that's cool. Um, yeah. But anyway, the wet leg news. So as oh, yeah. part of it, 
the guy that organised the Colchester Fringe, Steve, his name is as well. Yep. Just chatting, he goes, oh, "Have you heard about this band called Wet Leg?" Handsome Steve. Yeah. Yep. The handsome one, not the ugly, not the man boobs one. Me. But yeah, and I was like, yeah. And he goes, oh yeah, my cousin's the drummer. Really? And he goes, I had no idea. He said, I just heard them on the radio, and I went, oh, this cool band on Instagram, check them out. Um, that song yep. and then he got messages saying yeah that's that's your cousin he's a drummer he's like oh fucking hell and he, he said he went to see him in Latitude and he couldn't get in and that the yeah. crowd broke down the ba- barriers yeah, and he said he couldn't believe it and he's meant to be seeing yeah he was meant to be seeing him either tonight or tomorrow but he's absolutely knackered after this oh right weekend. so he's not going to go yeah he said they're doing their first full tour so yep. that tour well we I follow them on Instagram well, I, the best days account now follows them on Instagram so if they do play anywhere mm-hmm. close I'd like to go and see so them. wet leg if you're listening yeah Sort of basically, some... basically friends with the best part of the family. <laughs> Hook us up with some tickets, would yeah. you? Uh, yeah, so you go. So yeah, actual no song about yeah. a modern man through coincidence. <laughs> any any other news? Uh, well, I've I've got to say. Okay. You know, we I literally just got back from my trip, so I haven't had a chance to tell you about what I've done. Mm-hmm. But I have been in a log cabin, like a very isolated log cabin in a wood in North Norfolk. Digital. Digital, yeah, I could have picked that up, probably, in the middle of the woods. Mm-hmm. But I've got to say, I've, you know, I know I go, go on about sort of convening with nature like some hippie, but it, it was more evidence that that is just my happy place. And I sort of defy anyone to go to a place like that, isolated, like deer literally coming up to the windows and kind of just feel like feeling at peace. Mm-hmm. It's just it would always be my first bit of advice to anyone if they have the the means to get to the and a place to stay anywhere somewhere. not just north north not just north north it doesn't have to be that that was particularly nice but anywhere you can stay where you're surrounded by trees and green fields and stuff and you're just honestly if you don't feel better then you should get your money back mm. but you will it, it was just, yeah, do you just think, beautiful. Do you think um, young jazz would have appreciated as much as middle-aged man No, middle-aged this mandias? is what I, I always remind myself, because I'm always going on, my kids are always telling me to shut up about nature. Yeah. Like, they're like, oh, stop going on, yeah. <laughs> stop going on about it. Yeah. I'm literally like writing poetry as I wander through the woods. Yeah. And they're like, oh, Ball dad, off. it's just a view. Yeah. Bore off, dad. And of course, you can't expect them to appreciate no. a long walk in the woods. But also the people like that maybe but, in our world, maybe are more, yeah. it's more important to be socially out and partying and house parties than it is of to... Course. But I'm sure they still you can you can find time to do it, but it's whether you've got the motivation. Because hmm. I I wouldn't when I was seventeen eighteen, but I wish I had. Hmm. Even just like on a Sunday. Do you, you know, know if you get the chance. family? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. We we, we did oh, at the weekend. When you were young, when you were younger. Oh, we did. Yeah, we were quite uh, good for that. Even with teenager, would you yeah. not? Would you still go even if yeah, you were I'd like nineteen, eighteen? Because I did enjoy it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it depends if there were if I got a better offer. You know, if we were getting drinking cider in the park, BJ <laughs> never got that offer, sadly. But mm. you know, if your friends say, "Oh, what are you doing?" I'd probably go and see them rather than. Would you lie and say, "I'm going for a walk with, in a <laughs> in a forest with my parents"? Yeah. Or off. I'm going to Blue Bellwood with Mummy. All right, clean shirt. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, but so yeah, it, it yeah. I can't expect everybody to be at that place in their life, but. If you do get the opportunity, I, I promise you'll feel better. Mm. I, I think it's re- it's really important to sort of connect with nature wherever wherever possible. You know, even if that's like on your way home, just open your eyes and kind of take stuff in. 
I be, have, I mean, be present. Basically, what yeah, you're be, saying yeah, is be, be present, present in the yeah, moment. Yeah. Which is always a good advice for anyone. Like when you do meditation, or if you're doing having counselling or therapy, um, yeah, it's often a be present is a really important aspect yeah. of most things. To do with stoicism as well, to do with everything. It's like being present in that moment, making the most of that one moment, and yeah. not, not looking too not, far back or forward. Yeah, not always. Always it's a bit, it sounds a bit Yoda, mm. but don't always have your mind on. <laughs> Where, where you're going or where you've been, you know, mm. being the present. That's I'm paraphrasing you over there. Yeah, little frog. Think, the little frog. <laughs> little frog. Pretty sure the little frog was onto something. Yeah. You know, yeah. He was basically saying, "Be present in the moment," and that is that that's is good advice. Fail. <laughs> oh, we're basically in between okay. now. <laughs> hey, that was the news. Right, I make that quiz time. Now, see, you seem very up-to-date with modern music there. <laughs> yeah. So let's see. Of course I am. You know I'm up-to-date, more up-to-date. With, oh, this is a modern music one. Oh, well, shit. these we're going to be dealing with specifically with uh, the best-selling singles of the 21st century in the UK. So you can't ask for more Easy. than that. Easy. Is it easier than number that? Number ones? Or just... No. That was just the I mean, they probably all were number one. They're, they're the best-selling singles of the this century. Okay. Okay. Best-selling singles, Ed Sheeran. But what? I'm not going. You're not going to list them. Oh. What I'm going to do is give you the first line of ten songs that are in the top fifty best-selling songs. Okay. First line. Oh. You're just going to get the first line. Okay. And from that, you should. Be, I mean, it's, Easy. these yeah. are classics. So much, I got much four loved out, songs. I got four out of ten last week. So I'm going week. for I'm going for half. Five on five. Yeah. Five out of ten. Okay. Number one. Oh God. <clears throat> Just shoot for the stars if it feels right and aim for my heart. Uh, Tori Amos. <laughs> Cornflake Girl. You think that wasn't even that wasn't this century, that was in the 90s. Okay, uh, no, I, I was joking, obviously. Yeah. Rihanna. No, uh, no, this is um, Pink. <laughs> <laughs> they were some valid guesses, yeah. but that was uh, Moves Like Jagger, Maroon 5. Shut up. Yeah. Okay. Well, to be fair, I wouldn't have got that one. No. I don't know the chorus. Right, you should get this one. I heard that you've settled down, that you found a girl, uh, Adele, and uh, you're married. Ah, uh, Adele. Do I have to know married now? What do I have to do? Name the song. Oh, oh. it is Adele. I know it's Adele. Ah, uh, somewhere we know. <laughs> close, <laughs> close enough. Someone, like, someone like you. Yeah. Okay, well done. So that's a half. I'll yeah, take yeah, a half, half for that. that. Yeah. Right, number three. Lay where you're laying. Don't make a sound. I know they're watching. They're watching. Oh, Christ. Uh, lay where you're laying. Don't make a sound. They're watching. Um, snap the power. Again, again. <laughs> it's from the 80s. I know for a fact you know this one. Oh, I don't think I do. They're watching. They're watching. I have no idea. I can't even guess. Lay where you're laying. Oh, Don't make a sound. That's um, the Foo Fighters. No, that's watching. Kings of Leon. It is Sex on Fire. Kings oh. of Leon. Okay, number four. It's not going well. It's not. Yellow diamonds in the light. Now we're standing side by side. This is Rihanna. Shine light, bright like a diamond. <laughs> Shine bright like a diamond in the sky. No. It is, it is Rihanna. Is it? It's, yeah. It's not that so one. It's in though. there somewhere. It's not that one then. It's, it's not the that diamond one, no. one. I don't know any other songs. 
by her. Yeah, I bet the one you do. with Calvin Smith. Yes. Oh, what's that one called? <laughs> Calvin Harris. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, Calvin. Oh, I don't know what it's called. Yellow diamonds in, in the, the light. Oh. Now we're oh, standing place. side by side. What's that called? Uh, yep. I fell in love with a hopeless place. We found love. Oh. Rihanna. Yeah. Again, I'll give you half of that okay. one because you got the artist, so you're on one. Number five. I threw a wish in the well. Don't ask me. I'll never tell. Throw a wish in the well. This, this song's on the shop playlist. Okay. I know for a fact, so you've definitely heard it. Okay. Big time. <laughs> um, I'm going for... Uh, Anyone at home got that one? No, no one's even watching anymore. How oh. boring it is. <laughs> disloyal. Sat yeah. in for being disloyal. Um, I haven't got a fucking clue. I'm going to say it is... Um, I can't even think of one modern band. <laughs> it's a solo artist. I'll give you that, Big time. that little okay. clue. Um, Anna Nicole Smith. <laughs> Anna Nicole Smith. She was a lady with big breasts. From, again, from the 90s. He's stuck in the 90s. This is what this is proving. <laughs> I threw a wish in the well. Don't ask me, I'll never tell. No, I do. Even that. It's Call Me Maybe. Carly Rae Jepsen. No, wouldn't even know what okay. that is. Okay. Okay. You'll definitely get this one. Okay. Number six. We'll do it all. Everything. On our own. No, I don't, don't even know what this is. Oh, this is one of your favourite songs. Is it? Coldplay. Close. Snow Patrol. Yep. Is it? Think about it. It's one of the best-selling songs of the... Light Up, Light Up. No, not the other one. Chocolate. No. <laughs> No, the album after that. Uh, the one about chasing the cars. Yeah. Uh, obviously, chasing, chasing the cars. cars. No patrol. No, I have no, no idea. No. Uh, okay, number seven. Like the legend of the phoenix, huh? All ends with beginnings. Not doing too well in this quiz. <laughs> I'll be honest. It's quite hard. You, you know very well lyrics when they're just read out sound a bit yeah sound not very good like the legends of the phoenix I mean, it sounds like mm, an it was a massive hit it was the sound of the summer Ed Sheeran <laughs> oh uh, happy I'm oh, so happy that, I mean that is the number one selling single of, oh, all time. of the 21st century oh, but it's not that but it's not made my list oh. uh, that's Get Lucky Daft Punk oh that's Daft Punk yeah okay I heard there was a secret chord that David played and it pleased the Lord. Hallelujah uh, by Alexandra Burke. Yes. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> me, you got one. Yeah, boy. That's yeah. two. Because you've got two halves. Yeah. Okay, number nine. See how I cleverly realised it wasn't Jeff Yeah, Buckley. yeah, that was... Uh, yeah, I thought you might fall for that. Mm. Closed off from love. I didn't need the pain. Ooh, Once yeah. or twice was enough and mm. it was all in vain. Oh, sounds like someone moaning. Yeah, um, it's a sad song. It's a Mona. And it's come from the same stable as the previous one. Oh, oh, I see. Um, I'm going to guess that... Oh, I'm going to guess it's uh, Matt Cardle's <laughs> cover version of... Um, what are their chops? The Scottish Biffy Clyro one. Um, and it's called... Well, it's wrong, isn't it? Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> popping up the wrong <laughs> tree there. Yeah, don't worry yourself with that. Yeah. Again, that was in the top yeah. top 50 songs, oh, so it was quite high up. We Collide... 
when we collide. Yeah, that was called. Yeah. But this is not that. This is that, no. This, this is, is One another... Direction. One D. No. Oh. I don't know. I'm surprised they didn't have any in the mm. top. But this was Bleeding Love by Leona Lewis. Oh yeah. And finally, I want to hold them like they do in Texas, please. Um, fold them, let them hit me, raise it, baby, stay with me. I love it. There's a clue, it's sort of clues in there. There's a theme with those lyrics. It's not Willie Nelson then. <laughs> not Willie Nelson. Sally, much maligned in the 21st mm. century, didn't have as many hits. Okay, is it a band or a solo artist? A solo artist. Of course. Still... That's why my speciality is bands, obviously. That's oh, the problem. Yeah. Well... Um, I'm a solo artist. I'm going to guesstimate that it's Elton John. <laughs> Good. Lovely up-to-date reference. That's Lady Gaga. Ah, oh, Gaga. With uh, Poker Face. Okay. You see, if you hear... I mean, you could hear the sort of gambling... Yeah. Oh, I see, yeah. yeah. Okay, so two. Yeah, that's a bit of a step backwards. Oh, I've had, I've had but a that mare. was quite hard. Very hard. But that shows you need to do some research with your pop, your modern pop, mm. I think. I mean, that's the problem, that pop music's overtaken indie rock and roll yeah. in, this, in this century. Well, I, I've actually been watching the uh, top-selling hits of the 90s. Did it, it's include, not... did it include um, streams? Because maybe it's, that's what's throwing me. There was a separate chart oh. that included streams from yeah. 2014. I didn't include that one. Yeah. But it was much the same songs. Okay. There was a lot of crossover. Uh, yeah, I've been watching this show, great selling sits, hits of the '90s, and not as many sort of Britpop ones were in there. It was it was a lot of uh, soft rock, rap, and uh, jazz. Nice. Uh, right, Rockbusters. Ooh, Rockbusters. Statistics and Skull Pumpkins, Rockbusters. These are for you. Last week, Sam Eagle got the answers really? pretty much right. Did he? Yeah, Sam Eagle, who actually, we, we should put that in news. Uh, uh, Sam Eagle came in the other day, really? so... Um, Is he alright? Yep. Good, very much looking forward to his gig. Which was what I was going to say. That's coming up this Saturday. More on that next week. Are there any tickets left? No, uh, three tickets left. Three tickets left. So if you listen to this at home, or if you're listening to this on Wednesday onwards, before Saturday, try, try your luck. There's three tickets left. Anyway, Rockbusters, last week's... Uh, the answers were. Did you get them? Yeah, I did actually. What was uh, remind me what the question Dumbo was. needs restraining. Uh, Cage the elephant. Cage the elephant, of course. Obviously. And that little ball, the bowling guys are aiming for. Yeah. What colour is that? Uh, no, uh, Jack White. Jack White. Yeah. Of course. He said the white stripes. So oh, he's wrong. He's wrong. He's wrong. It's Jack White. <laughs> it was Jack White. Very clearly Jack White. Jack. Jack was. You know, that was the key there. Yeah. Anyway, this week's, but he was the closest, so he wins. Rockbusters, right, number one. I've heard Jamie Lee might play at Square Leg today. Okay. I've heard Jamie Lee might play at Square Leg today. Okay. And number two. Talons precisely 22.86 centimetres long. That's Talons... Precisely 22.86 centimetres long. Yeah, the measurement there is key. is key. And that's Rockbusters. That takes us to the Hall of Fame. Failed Rockstar Club Hall of Fame. Band or artist who deserve more acclaim. Failed Rockstar Club Hall of Fame. I promise this band will not be lame.
it's my week this week. Hmm. So this is week three. So yep. as a recap, we've had... So far, we've had Clap Your Hands Say Yeah. Yeah. We've had Gene. Gene, who ne- uh, never bothered to reply on Twitter. Right. Pathetic. Maybe this is the week. So no wonder, no wonder they're underappreciated. <laughs> yeah. Not to reply to You've got to market yourself, boys. This is yeah. a perfect opportunity. Yeah. A hip podcast? Hip podcast he covers you up. out. Yeah, how many podcasts you. are saying Gene should be yeah. getting more coverage? Not many, I'd guess. Probably the only one. So pull your finger out, Rossiter. Anyway, this week is a band I know we're both keen on. I've always thought they deserve more recognition. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're called Nada Surf. They're an American band. Came out of New York, like so many American bands. Early, sort of late nine, mid to late nineties, I think. Mm. Uh, they're four piece now, but they're a th- they were a classic lineup, a three piece. Are they four piece now? Yeah, oh. they've got an extra guitarist. Oh. Uh, but the classic lineup: Matthew Cause, who sings and plays Causey. guitar; Daniel Lorca, that's the Dreadlocks. That's Dreadlock bass player. Yeah, and Ira Elliot is the drummer. Yeah. See, I wouldn't have known that name. <clears throat> yeah, I, I only knew Matthew Cause because I think it's his songwriting and singing that really. Mm-hmm. Are what make me a big fan. We, for context, we were recording a song. This would have been 2004, 2005, something like that. And somebody, it was a guy called Nat Chan. Remember him I from do. our past? Yep. He was going to be producing our, what was meant to be our big, like, come and get us record labels. This is our best big song. And he suggested. He'd heard this song by Not A Surf, which is the song, in fact, we're going to be covering at the end of the podcast. Uh, and he played it to us, and I was like, oh, this is really good. It's just really tuneful, really uplifting. It wasn't very o- OTT, it was quite understated. No. Yeah, because because at the time they were a three-piece, it wasn't, it wasn't big, nice warm sounds, mm. lovely warm voice, really melodic. And then I went and listened to the whole album, that album, Let It Go, I think it's called. Or Let Go? Let Go. Let Go. Uh, 2002, out of the top of my head. Came <laughs> been doing some research, haven't you? Uh, and then, then start, became a fan, went to see him a few times. They were always good, always good live. Went back and listened to the album before that, Proximity Effect. The album after that, The Weight is a Gift. And then they had an album after that. 2005 mm. that came out, out it, off the top of my head. Yeah, sure. Then an album called Lucky. And so there was a run of four albums that were all really, really high standard. Just mm. all great songwriting, <clears throat> great singing. Hello. My name is Bernard, 2001. You might recognise me from my collaborations with Radiohead and Stephen Hawking. I actually did a lot of his heavy lifting for him. Anyway, I'm here to tell you about Best Days Vintage. If you like sustainable vintage fashion, feel-good prints, and positive well-being, then they're the guys for you. Visit them at 40 Elf Lane, Colchester, or online at bestdaysvintage.co.uk. Peace out, mother crushers.
great musicianship. Just all melodic, like just really consistent. I feel like they were tarnished with the one-hit wonder brush. Yeah, so before that run of albums, they had an album called High Slash Low that had a song on it called Popular, which was their, ironically, their yeah. most, well, yeah. coincidentally, their most popular song. It was a sort of... It was so, it's totally different to anything else that I know of their albums. Yeah. Well, I think, I think they went off it because they, whenever we saw them play them live, they never played it, did they? Yeah. And that was like their big sort of hit that everybody knew them for. And they, uh, they sort of rejected it and kind of the record label wanted another hit like that on the second album. In fact, they, the record label tried to get them to put an acoustic version of the same song on the second album. And they were like, no, 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 no. Yeah. And they, they basically stood, stuck to their guns and said, no, we're not doing that. Was the second album was that was that let go? No, proximity oh, effect. Okay, proximity proximity effect. Mm, so they went it alone. I think it was self released, hmm. and then they I think they maybe picked up a label late, later along. But just a really consistent run of just great great songs. Just hmm. you could put any of any of those albums from that run on, That's, and not be disappointed. Yeah, we fell in love with them, didn't we? Yeah, just just really reliable. You listen to them at work all the time. I didn't. Yeah. There was only once that there's one song that I feel like. <laughs> Let themselves down. Which that you... French, the French one. No, I didn't mind that so much. Oh, right. Ooh, fuck yeah! <laughs> I'm gonna have a party. That yeah, one. I didn't. I wasn't a fan mm. of that. It felt a bit cheesemonger. But I, you can forgive them because that other rest <laughs> of the album was really good. Yeah, even that because I, I was mowing the lawn the other day and I put put them on to do some uh, a deep dive and have a research. Yeah, uh, and even that didn't bother me. I think. Because we listened to it a lot at the time, maybe that one was the first one to become yeah. irritating. Yeah. And we once saw them live, and they got some oh, some some girl up on stage, stage just she, for that literal yeah. And then she kind of half hotly kind of bopped it yeah, out. Yeah, that was mildly yeah, mildly cringe. But so I, I think yeah, that's tarnished your view of that song. I made apart from the one we're going to cover, which I love. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, there's other two tracks which I think are really worth, which I love. Off Wait It's a Gift, which I always love, mm-hmm. and In the Mirror. Yeah, those two are like standout songs for me. I think. Yeah. And, as well, and also off the um, Let Go, Fruit Fly. Fruit Fly and Blizzard of 77 is yeah. a great song. They're, they're just, there's not much filler on there. Yeah. It's close to being all killer, <clears throat> which is which is rare when you think about no. listening to the albums. Which is why it's yeah, maybe a shame that they didn't quite kind of break the kind of, they're quite, I mean, they're still quite popular, but they weren't yeah, quite Yeah, but as... we were seeing them at like places like the Scala and yeah. that size venue. Yeah. So they were very much a cult thing, certainly in the in the UK. Mm. But it just frustrates me when there's bands like the Foo Fighters who are doing sort of a similar thing. It's just sort of straight ahead rock with mm. not many frills, mm. but play stadiums. Yeah, and not as if you know didn't get that recognition. And he, you know, he seems like I follow him on Twitter, the singer, and he mm. you know seems perfectly happy. I think he lives in Cambridge now. I think maybe he's married to a oh, is he, he lives in, in an English, English person. Island. Yeah, he's they were well, they were quite a. With respect, not a surf, I'm sure you're listening. <laughs> An odd-looking bunch. <laughs> like they, weren't, they didn't really have kind of like rock star... Not really, I mean, the, the bass player and, had massive dreadlocks. Massive dreadlocks, and he smoked a cigarette on stage when we saw it. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty rock and roll. Yeah, Massive dreadlocks is pretty rock and, and roll. the singer was kind of like, looked weird next to him, because he's quite a smaller guy, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's quite short, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, <clears> the, sing- the bass player's dreadlocks reminded me of that, you know that guy up Star Wars who's like Jabba the Hutt's... Yeah, that sort of guy who stands next to each other and has a big, yeah. big sort of ropey yeah. thing around his neck. Yeah. He reminds me of him. Which <laughs> doesn't sound like a compliment, but for me, yeah. is. Yeah. I love that guy. <laughs> right, but well, yeah, not a surf. I'd say anybody who hasn't listened to them. I mean, you said you were sort of strumming around playing it on the guitar 
when yeah. you this play was setting up and somebody knew yeah. who they were. So maybe they have a bigger following than I give them credit for. She said that she was doing like promotion stuff back in the early 2000s. She was uh, into her music. She used to promote. Okay. She did a lot of another surf gigs. Yeah. So I think to be fair, if you were a music fan in the early 2000s, you probably have at least a passing sort of maybe. would recognise the name. I'm probably talking to more more sort of teenagers now, who they're another band who have fallen through the cracks. Who are, unless your parents were into them mm. and are playing it around the house, you probably mm. haven't heard it. <clears> yeah. So I would say go and do a listen, and listen. You can probably forget the first album, although the song popular is kind of what their that's their most streamed song on Spotify, double the the next one. But yeah, I'd, I'd put the weight is a gift. I think mm. is my favourite album. Okay, on go and put go and listen to that. Uh, and, and listen to Let Go. Yeah. And then have yourself a rollicking good yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, Not a surf. Welcome to the uh, Hall of Fame. The third band. Congratulations. So you'll be hearing one of their songs at the end of the podcast. So if you're interested, listen. Yeah. Stay, it's, it's stay tuned. He's listening to questions now. Okay. So I, I put it out on Insta and we had two questions. Well, a few questions actually, mm. but I picked my favourite two. Yeah. you have to, These days you have to filter out yeah. some of the questions. I'll take that. So this is a question from Celia. Any tips for someone struggling to write songs? I suppose Oof. we're talking writer's block, right? Like you must have been through that stage before. Yeah, is this write songs as in this? It's difficult. If this is like I've never written songs, how do I, I write think songs? He's trying to and just not coming up with anything. Right. So, what would you say to someone that's maybe hit a bit of bit of a barren spell or is trying to kind of get themselves up and going? That's not happy with. Yeah, that's tricky. I didn't ever really. Well, I I would just concentrate on the... You don't have to come up with the lyrics. If it's the lyrics that you're struggling with, you can leave them until later on. You can... And I think quite a lot of uh, songwriters do this. Mm. It's just work out the chords and, and a melody, and then you, you can sing gibberish over the top of it. You don't have to have the... The lyrics done. The lyrics done. Start with start with just making stuff. Read from a telephone book or whatever. Do you think it's weird when someone says I've written the lyrics first and then I'm going to put the melody to it? Like there's not it's out weird. Of I'd find it harder. To, I don't know. That's, I hardly ever did it that way. Sometimes I had maybe a line that I knew I wanted to, that was like the chorus or whatever, and then I would work work from that and work the song backwards from there. But that was very rare. Usually, I started with the chords and the melody, and you, then you, worked you, the lyrics. In your head, you'd come up with a melody, like you'd pick up a kind of yeah. chorus or something, a hook that you liked the sound of, and then you yeah, put and then chords I'd underneath it. Work out some chords that sounded nice with that melody, and then lyrics come. I'd sing sort of gib- gibberish over the top. Well, not gibberish words, but that didn't really have a coherent meaning or anything. And then later on, I'd try and sort of Pit, retrofit the words, hmm. which like people like. Uh, Paul McCartney famously yesterday he he woke up and he had scrambled eggs oh my darling how I miss your legs or something like that in his head mm. and then obviously changed look, it to something better look what happened to that yeah mm. some say a pretty good song yeah so I'd say yeah you don't have to, it doesn't have to be the complete article mm-hmm. straight away work out chords and the melody and then when you find something that you want to write about that you Lyrically, if you like some lyrics come to you or something happens in your life that you think, oh, I should write a song about that, then you can fit that to what you've got. I'd say also don't give up. Yeah. Like sometimes you go through a tough time, but you have to keep plugging away. Yeah. And a famous person, um, a popular, you know, Danny from Embrace said that you have to keep chipping away at the, 
in the mine and every now and then you'll get a diamond yep. but you have to keep trying I think that's with any because you're never going to write hit single after hit single loose not even not even Paul McCartney would be doing that he used to write some shit as well right even when you're in the <laughs> Beatles did. But, or a or you know Marto Chris Martin there's no way he's writing like album track off. You know, you have no. to keep writing, and then you find out the ones, the good ones, are yellow. the good ones, right to the top because you just know. Yep, and I think that I think that's true of any kind of hobby or thing that you find quite challenging or difficult. Yeah, it's just pra- it's practice. The more you do it, even like I've re- heard uh, Dave from Blur talking about Damon Albarn, how he just right whenever they'd, they'd be out they'd get to a hotel they'd go off and start drinking Albon would be in his hotel room writing just always writing the more you do it the more chance you are of getting well, really good it's, at it that's a bit like being a footballer right like being like someone like mm-hmm. Ronaldo dedication for example. Yeah. you think oh he's got natural talent that's it but the amount of effort and work that he puts into his craft yep. even being even at his age being the best, best one of the best players ever to play the game yep it's all about effort and grit and graft, and you have to just keep writing and keep trying and keep doing it. Yep. And you'll get there in the end. Yeah. And just remember that you, what you're doing it for, like, hopefully you're doing it because you enjoy it. So don't let it, don't let it get you down. If you if you're not enjoying it, then there's plenty of other things you, I'm sure you can be doing that will make you happy, mm. and then come back to it when, you know, when you feel in the right yeah. frame of mind. Okay. And then a second question um, from Charlotte on Instagram. Mm-hmm. What is your favourite decade for fashion? Fashion. For, 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 for fashion. And that's good because it's good to get some fashion mm. in this question. Have you, have you thought of an answer for this? 60s. 1960s. Yeah. I've got a, even though I don't dress like it, I w- always wish I would dress. You like a girl dressed in the 60s yeah, attire, don't I you? I do, yeah. Nine. Yes. But, uh, but also like that kind of look that kind of cut suit kind of thing and that kind of like tailored like Chelsea boots and mm-hmm. the kind of like little denim jacket kind of thing which the 90s kind of thing was kind of inspired by a little bit like the northern bands but that kind of original kind of like look and I was actually yeah I thought it was really super cool like that kind of cool little ja- suit jackets and you love a girl in an A-line dress with the full 60s makeup don't you yeah well, I used to. Yeah. Married now. Don't look at other girls. All oh, right. Okay. But if I did, right, you, ser- you certainly used to. If I wasn't, you would. If you see, saw a girl like that back in the day, you would whack me on the arm and say she's got good style, mm. and then get drunk and then spend the rest of the night pursuing her around, <laughs> around the club. Sounds like a stalker. Oh no! I mean, sometimes it, you wouldn't have to pursue her for that long. Yeah. She's probably thinking you had a good style. Probably. At that time, you did. Yeah. Look at me now. But um, yeah. So yeah, I'd probably that look. I'd say if I had to pick one, but I mean, I think there's good and bad in all decades. Like I love the '70s blondies look. Yes, because I was I was probably going to say the '70s. I've, the new wave. I look. might not have said that, but I, I've watched Almost Famous recently, hmm. and that '70s kind of rock. Yeah, look, long hair, badass, hairy, yeah. sort of hippie vibe. Yeah, flares. That's badass as well. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, but. They, yeah, they've all got their... The kind of floaty kind of dresses yeah. as well, the girls and that kind of... Yeah, yeah. that boho kind yeah. of... And you see loads of similarities in the kind of fa- and how fashions have moved on as well. Like, we've been doing it for years. We're selling, we're selling for God's sake, but selling vintage. I mean, at the moment, it's all baggy hoodies of the 90s kind of thing. And you see, if you ever watch Top of the Pops 90s, it's amazing how smudged it, it could be now, in a yeah. way. Like, you know, it filmed grainy immediately, but yeah. it's like, there's, there's certain bits which look a bit dated, but the looks are pretty much not far away from what everyone's wearing now. Yep. 
It's sort of 90s and noughties now, yeah. like early noughties. Yeah. Oh, what people are, that's what they yeah. want now. It's, but like, it always... Because things come, we always say things come around in 20 year cycles. Yeah. So it's like, gives it gives it time to die and then it comes back again. It's like a 20 years, 20 years previous is kind of where it's at. But then you get little modernised versions of 50s, yeah. 60s, 70s yeah. all the time. Yeah. They'll, they'll be running. I don't know which one is now in fashion. I think I hear 70s. Yeah. I started seeing yeah. like some lads in Camden. Last, last time I went to with Camden, loads of the lads were looking like they're in the Ramones. Sure. Leathers. Well, leathers are back, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Because leathers had a sort of 20-year period of... Mm. No, we, no, no one was wearing them. Yeah. It was the stroke. The strokes were wearing them and everyone was wearing them. Yeah. And then, since then... Standing on the corner wearing my leather. <laughs> and this dude comes up to me and I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> exactly. But their leathers are back in a big way, which is lovely to see. Yeah. Because it, nice. it means all that time you were out of fashion, you're back. You know, back, <laughs> back in fashion. You're back. Yeah. No, I've, I still rock a lever. Mm, I rock a lever from time to time. It's, cla- it's classic. It's like yeah. Coca-Cola, yeah, like a denim. Yeah. There you go. Okay, so thanks guys for your questions. It's very kind of you to even bother to write in and even ask our opinions. So yeah. I always appreciate it. And a nice mixture of the serious and the lighthearted. And um, Ed Patel came in. How oh, did he? Regular listener, Ed Patel. Long-time listener. He'll, he'll have enjoyed the Nada Surf talk because he... He likes, does he like Nada Surf? Oh, he likes Nada Surf because he, he was saying they've got three or four albums of just yeah. quality. There you go, Ed. So he, I was essentially quoting him. Yeah. Um, Ed actually said he guffawed um, doing the doorbell. In the <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> he said guffawed. Something along those lines, yeah. Good to hear. He lulled. He laughed out loud anyway. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. There for you, not Ed. Um, okay, so... <laughs> you didn't even do it this week. You did the train. I did the train. Well, train I was trying to do a different ding-dong every week. Oh, that's lovely. Mm. This is almost a feature in itself. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, Let's end as we always do. Oh, I've got a couple of it. I've got my final four. Oh, you've got the new, okay. But I wanted to talk about um, lyrics. So, mm-hmm. this is... Um, just like to finish it, so hang on. We'll do the jingle first. Can you hear that? Oh, I'm a bit fan. Where may we read them out? Good. <laughs> uh, I shouldn't do this first one because this is actually this is actually a bit more serious. Okay. So, don't know if you know, Jez, if you heard the news. Rolling Stones. <coughs> mm-hmm. Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones have dropped um, Brown Sugar off their tour. Oh. No, I hadn't heard this. But is this a sort of a political correctness issue? A political correctness issue. It's been cancelled. Uh, they've cancelled culture themselves um, because well they said they might bring it back at some point but it might be a place in the future but right now there isn't a place for it um, so I was going to read out some of the lyrics but it's probably not really actually when you do read them you'll be like oh actually okay well I'll just I don't think I've ever read these lyrics so. okay so I've got some comments they made about it afterwards okay, okay. Right? <clears throat> so Rolling Stones Brown Sugar see what you guys think whether or not you're into this the cancel thing if you think it's the right thing to do to drop it or whether or not they should have carried on playing it. This is, the, this is the, by the way, this is their second most placed live song of all time. So it's a that's big. So it's big to drop this. Yeah. Gold Coast slave ship Ooh. bound for cotton fields. Ooh, I'm already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm already a bit tense. Sold in the market down in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Sky Dog Slaver. No, he's doing all right. Hear him whip the women just around midnight. Mm-hmm. When we carry on, there's enough in it already to say. Well, I, I'm the best. sensing the uh... brown sugar. How come you taste so good? Brown sugar, just like a young girl should. Oh no. 
Drums beating cold, English blood runs hot. Lady of the house wondering when it's going to stop. Houseboy knows that he's doing all right. You should have heard him just around midnight. Brown sugar, how come you taste so good? Brown sugar, just like a young girl should. Brown sugar, how come you dance so good? Oh, got me quitting. Brown sugar, just like a black girl should. Yeah. I'll stop there, I think. Eh? No, I think you should, yeah. yeah. But that, the Rolling Stones probably should, right? Yeah, I'd say so. That's one of those songs I I think, and most people... You I listen imagine. to it, you listen to it on the... On the comes on the speaker Never. and you go, Yeah, yeah you're oh, just bang busy up. going... Yeah. Brown sugar! Brilliant. You're doing the Jagger impression. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So, Keith Richards is a bit more feisty about it. He said... Oh, people, should, it. people should know it's a song about the horrors of slavery. But in 1995, Mick Jagger oh. said, I would never write a so- that song now. It's all the nasty subjects in one go. So even then, like back in like 20 years, 25 years ago, he kind of knew that it was probably a bit... Even then. But I mean, depending on what's... Especially what's been happening with like Black Lives Matter, the slavery kind of thing, statues... I'm pretty sure that this is going to get the um, the the more right wing Brexity over the top cancel culture mob going absolutely do that again. Fucking hell, I can't even play that song now. Yeah. But do you actually think? I mean, this is that like, seriously. But do you think it's for the? Well, do you think? I mean, we're me, quite lefty, it so seems, it's probably. It starts off and it's t- it, he starts off talking about the horror of slavery, but then he's you know saying tastes like a young girl should. Yeah. Then it's getting. It's getting. I don't think you do one or the other. Like it seems to be. It's it's a it's it's a tough one, right? Because it's one of the biggest ever hits, a most played song, and yeah, it's a great song. But but I mean, lyrically, is it? it, Or do you think it should be something they should play, but also talk a little bit about it before the song? Like you see, you see having a statue saying this is giving information about what it means. Because I imagine that a lot of their crowd are kind of older people. The, the sort of people that were kicking off about the Churchill statues, for example, <laughs> yep. or the statues being pulled down. Yeah, I think they should take take their platform and try to educate. I would, I would say, it wouldn't take. You know, you could make a real thing by, about well, it every gig. By, by even not playing it anymore, it's it's a statement in itself, right? Because yeah. that's like one of the you would think one of the undroppables for a Rolling Stones. I just thought so. It's interesting, wasn't it? Can you can you take a song that was from a different time mm. and listen to it out of, out of it out of its context? Yeah, well, like the TV shows and stuff. Yeah, because I mean, that, even that is pretty lively. That you know, what I mean, like what he's singing about there. Yeah, doesn't it? Sounds to me more like it's, he says it's like the horrors of it, but in a way, well, the, it feels quite celebrate, like whipping, celebrate, celebratory to agree. Well, that's it. Yeah, after that, I didn't hear anything more mm. about sort of the horrors of it. It was more about yeah. Well, you can dance, yeah. dance well. You can. Sky Dog Slaver knows he's good. doing all right. Hear him whip the women, just around midnight. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Because it's something such a kind of like a kind of like upbeat kind of like yeah. Way, woo! playful way. Yeah. yeah. It's hard when you're singing about such a the subject, subject right? Yeah, now, such right? a sensitive subject. I don't know. Uh, I mean, that's probably a podcast for smarter men mm. than us. But yeah, I mean, I know we did a camp like the, the 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 jingle at the beginning. But it's like, but interesting to know you people on it if they have thoughts about whether or not they think it's a good thing that should be dropped mm. or whether they should play it, but with a kind of preface 
Yeah. For talk about what it about the, that era the, and what about the context, the context yeah. of it, maybe explain explain the yeah or, or about like raise awareness. Yeah, well, that's it. They've got the platform to do that. So, yeah. so you won't, I mean, if anyone's interested, anyone wants to get involved in it, we could talk about it next week, maybe about like a little mm. bit in the news. Um, I don't know what Steve at bestdaysvintage.co.uk or yep, you can that'll do or at bestdaysvintage on Instagram. You're welcome to give your thoughts over. Join the debate. That's like the bloody right stuff. Isn't it? A little no, bit. But, been it's, replaced. but it's a little bit like, I don't know, I mean, I'm sure, I'm surprised it didn't, it didn't get more traction on the news, like the kind of, all the social media kind of right-wing goblins that were like, make a big deal about it. Oh, or GB think... News Malar crew. Oh, look so, what's been up, bloody hell. So know. many of those stories in the last couple of years. I, I don't know if they, there's so many that they don't make the news anymore. Hmm. I don't know. Well, someone in the, I forget who we're was. We're too busy talking about sewage being dumped into the sea. So. Yeah. Someone in the shop brought it up, and that's why I was like, oh, fucking hell. And I thought that's quite relevant as well. Like, hmm. Anyway, um, yeah, so. Um, let's, let's end. On our final thought. What's your final thought? I'll write that down. I'll write it here. So, yeah, thanks for listening to the Failed, Rod, Rock, oh, Failed, Rock, Failed Rockstar Club podcast, um, podcast that talks about music, mental health, and fashion. And if you want to get in touch or send a question in, uh, find us on all the social medias, at Best Days Vintage. We had a hacker on our Twitter, but we're back oh, yeah, in now. So, so don't Japan, worry about that. Some Japanese so type. Oh, really? Yeah. Hacked in, changed the password on the Twitter, and then changed the icon to a frog. I don't know why, what the point of it is. I love frogs. So the joke's on you. Might have been you. Maybe that's where you've been. Okay, um, so to finish the podcast, I've got a final thought. See what you think about this. Yep. It's never been harder to be yourself because it's never been easier for other people to judge you. It's never been harder to be yourself because it's never been easier for other people to judge you. Right. Social media. Comment Mm -hmm. on social media. Yep. So I think basically from my point of view, I think it means that it's very brave now to be authentic and be yourself and not not create a the brand of each yourself you know to be just be try to be yourself and be it's a tough thing to do now because it's easy for people to come but leave comments and people do that on our instagram every now and then they'll we'll take a photo of someone and leave some twatty comment and i have to delete it and i think that's so horrible why do you have to put why do you have to do that but it's an easy easy thing for people to do isn't it so to kind of if they want to to be leave negative nasty comments so it's brave it's really brave to, to kind of put to yourself, be yourself and be yeah. be who you want to be and be proud yeah. of that and be brave about it. So kudos to anybody who is. Yeah. And that, I That's believe, the podcast. Oh, you listen to the song. Oh, yeah. Enjoy the song. Thank you for listening. We'll leave you with Nada Surf. Well, us being Nada Surf. Love you. Goodbye. It's the first line again. Watching terrible. Watching terrible TV, that's it. That's all I need. Where's the trigger? Your crotch. Your crotch shots. <laughs> yeah. Watching terrible TV. Kills all our thought Getting spacier An astronaut 
Waking up with people I hardly know or like I can't believe what I do Late at night I want to know what it's like On the inside of love Standing at the gates I see the beauty Only when we get to see the aerial view Will the pattern show We'll know what to do I know the last page so well I don't read the first So I just don't Standing at the gates, I see the beauty above. I want to know what it's like on the inside of love. Standing at the gates, I see the beauty above. Just had a bad night I've had a bad night Thank you very much There you go First take One take, no